0: I know you guys are doing the uh you guys are preparing for Matt Fraser's thing, huh? You, he's he's rolling out a new app.
1: Yeah, so that was um we just actually launched that yesterday. So we had uh, I think we had uh like 50 50 people or so sign up for the pre-sale and then Jesus, when it went live, we pushed through like 6,000. So my uh, god yeah. Like just in that, just in that one program. So it was a lot with yeah. the presale, uh, we had to migrate everybody who had bought, you know, a subscription prior to the app being yeah. built. We had to actually like place all of those, you know, almost like, 6,000 people into the app of the program. So it was just like, I'm an intensive very expensive thing. Yeah. Uh, so there's just a lot of like customer service stuff we had to deal with. Um, so it's- now we're all,
0: yeah, so so it's with it's in conjunction with like the hybrid method app, basically, or is it it's his own separate dealio?
1: Yeah, so we partnered with Matt on that. Nice. So uh, we had been building an app for a while. Yeah. Um, and then we started the negotiation with Matt to uh, host the program for him. Yeah. Uh, and then it just kind of. Work that you know Matt, Matt is such like a high-profile guy, sure. and the quality of the, the app that we rolled out is you know of that same caliber. So it just seemed fitting to place those two things together and push them out together. So that you know, especially because of the volume of people that we're having on this uh on this program, yeah. it would have sucked to have had all those people on our old platform and then had to pull them out of the old platform and put them into the new app. So it's just like. You know, as soon as we realized those timelines were close enough, we just pushed them.
0: Well you guys are so out. Yeah, I mean I mean shoot, your your hybrid performance, you guys are super high profile. I mean, God, you have you know, your your impact on the industry is pretty damn big, so
1: I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I mean it's it's cool now that we're we're in a position where we can uh you know, do deals with people like Matt. Hopefully this is the first of of many. Yeah, you know, where we just we're always trying to improve uh you know build our coaching staff so Mm -hmm. uh what's next it's going to be strongman or uh you know some other other uh form of fitness but i'd love to keep building the team like that and now that we have it all you know set up to crossfit is the most difficult program to uh like put into an app
0: crossfit you Um, said
1: yeah because there's just there's a million different things, you know. You're it's not like powerlifting where generally, you know, it's percentage RPE and then you're dealing with sets and reps. Yeah. You know, with CrossFit, you know, you can be you can be basing, you know, the the quality or the parameters of an exercise on, uh, you know, weight. It could be time. It could be, you know, yeah. number of reps, reps in a certain time. Like there's just so many different variables with CrossFit that it also helped to make that the first one that went into the program because you cover all those variables and then pretty much every single type of exercise can now fit within those parameters
0: yeah is it is it kind of a tough thing to package the idea of crossfit for kind of regular people you know outside of outside of your immediate athletes and that kind of thing
1: i think uh, CrossFit is actually the easiest uh, okay. of the different Sort of uh, modalities of training, just sure. because, um, it, unlike unlike you know powerlifting or Olympic uh, weightlifting or strongman, where there's like there's a clear delineation between like the high level competitions and the you know like local basic level competitions. Yeah, um, everybody participates in the open, so it's a, sure. it's unique in that everybody has something to measure themselves against every year, For sure. uh, you know, across the entire sport. So even the people who are just weekend warriors who, you know, don't, you know, know they're not going to go to the games. Mm-hmm. All those people are super invested because they can see that improvement or lack thereof, you know, every year when the open rolls around and they're like, Oh, did I was 400 last year. You know, I'm not, not, now maybe they're yeah. 350, you know, and that's, that's a really cool, measurable, uh, you know kind Of form of progress,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, you don't get in a ton of other sports, so it's true, um, and also just the nature of CrossFit. Um, yeah, you know, people people who go who are going to these CrossFit gyms like some of the memberships are 200 250 bucks a month. Oh, I know, so the barriers to entry, you know, also include money, sure. Um so when you have those people who are bought in and willing to spend that money and have the money to spend mm-hmm. i think it's, it's easier to convince a crossfitter to do something that's going to be good for their training for sure uh, that's you know additional uh than it is to maybe a power lifter who's you know having a little bit tougher time financially
0: well that's kind of that's kind of your that's a little bit in your background huh because you were weren't you a power lifter beforehand and then you kind of took some time off when what is it? You, you broke, um, you broke a, it was like your patellar tendon or something, right? You had an injury and then you kind of took some time off doing some other, other type of sport.
1: Yeah. I, well, I was an Olympic weightlifter. Okay. Um, from like a pretty young age. Yeah. Uh, went my early, uh, twenties, like 20. I should have been, my first year of university was really the only year that I took off of Olympic weightlifting. Sure. Um, told myself I was gonna focus on school uh, you know sort of did that sort of messed around in the first year yeah, everybody <laughs> that it's all good exactly so yeah. after first year of university um, I was missing like just that the competitiveness. I, I also played hockey growing up oh, uh, and I kind of stopping both of those going university university for sure. Uh, I sort of like lost my athletic identity a little bit yeah, but what I realized in going through that was that I actually really enjoyed the training that I was doing in Olympic weightlifting. Sure. Um, that when, when I was doing it prior, I thought I was doing it as a supplement to hockey. Uh, you know, just to be better at hockey, be stronger. I was never like a, a huge tall guy. So I always, you know, erred on the side of, of being one of the stronger guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I realized that I didn't miss hockey as much as I missed lifting. So I put myself back in weightlifting, mm-hmm. um, took a very. Bulgarian-ish style approach with the coach that I had, who was a Hungarian guy. Um, but I was I was experiencing a, a bunch of uh, of injuries, sure. Mostly like mostly chronic knee-related injuries, but um, I ignored it for so long. I had you know uh... you to deal with some sort of patellar tendonitis. That's so kind of part for the course, but um, mine was getting progressively worse and. I remember having, like, sort of an epiphanal moment when I was at a, I was trying to go to a movie with a girlfriend at the time. And I realized that, so I just had started doing this because it was, it was making me more comfortable. Yeah. I was going on the website for the movie theater prior to the movie and booking <laughs> the, hand, the handicapped seats. <laughs> the handicapped seats had no, um, they had a bar in front of them that you could yeah. kind of like, hang your, like, and for me to have my my knee bent for like any more than 10 minutes at a time just became unbearable so oh, it
0: was pain yeah I, I,
1: was, I was doing that one time and I was like this is I think this isn't normal like I think this is uh <laughs> probably had to explain you know, yourself yeah this, this is a quality of life issue <laughs> that, uh you know maybe I shouldn't be having so um
2: yeah
1: I that that was post actually um tearing my patellar tendon um i had i had well i sort of had that realization prior and then still just being stubborn and you know and kind of ignored it um yeah and thought you know just go away i ended up training with uh mash down at mash league performance uh in north carolina okay uh for, for a summer and his training uh his training and, and camp there are great but I was going into it already with, you know, some pretty beat up knees. Yeah, you and, were kinda uh, at a disadvantage. Actually, totally, yeah, so, but I pushed through it, you know, and and ended up being in like enough pain that I was like, okay, it's time to go get this checked out. Yeah. Uh, and I got it checked out and, and I had actually partially torn my patella tendon. Oh my God, um, So, yeah, I was, that really made me sort of like reevaluate the whole sure the whole thing doing and the way that I was training and you know I I took a step back. I looked at like countries that were really successful in weightlifting like China and Russia, Kazakhstan, uh and the common theme that I noticed between them all is that they all had huge strength surpluses relative uh, to I gotcha. working. So yeah. You know, for me I was, you know, my best uh my best clean was 185 kilos that's and, that's you know, incredible I, yeah I, I was i was decent at weightlifting but uh the, i didn't have the longevity because my best front squat was like maybe one maybe the same or 190 you know so like really really close yeah um so every time i had to go heavy in a clean i was basically maxing my front squat mm. or, or coming close to that and uh if you know weightlifting like you you have to do that very often you're sure. not being clean every day or or many many times a week at least depending on the program so um yeah wow. you know i just i looked at that i was like i think my issue here is it's not technical i have good technique i was super efficient obviously yeah but i'm basically clean I'm front squatting the same thing but uh yeah i realized i'm like i just need to be able to squat weight deadlift
2: length.
1: yeah, yeah. more to keep myself safe so Well do man, that you're,
0: yeah you're way ahead of me I'm like I'm like 190 pounds not kilos you know I'm like I'm like the one plate guy you know That's me
1: I uh, I had the advantage of just getting thrown into it really really young Yeah um and it, you know when you learn I think at that early age it's it's so helpful because you figure out your body and how to manipulate it around the bar and how to move uh, in a way that's it, it's it's a way that's um, intuitive. I think when you're young, yeah, because you're 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 still figuring out how to move your body to do these things. Whereas I think when you get a bit older, what makes it challenging is um, you start thinking really critically about it, mm-hmm. and there's about about in weightlifting where it's like you have to think about it but not think about it at the same time yeah. you have to have these a few ideas in the back of your head of, of you know kind of almost like checkpoints in the lifts you need to achieve oh i gotcha but you obviously you can't be thinking about the lift while you're lifting okay so i think that makes it more and more challenging the older you get because i think you know the older you get the more analytical you get the more you want to problem solve and uh so it's know, almost it's the, it
0: yeah it's almost like you gotta summon that mentality of, of sort of just like phasing out during the lift as opposed to thinking about every piece of it you know
1: yeah absolutely and i think like it's not it reminds me of golf in the set, that sense yeah you know, it's like you have to need to have an idea of what your you know what's the objective that you're working on in this practice you know keep it in the back of your mind but obviously in the middle of a golf swing you can't be thinking like i need to do this and yeah this and this. lean my <laughs> hips back
0: turn my toe whatever yeah 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 so. that's true have you ever played golf it's tough it's hard i don't know if you've ever played it
1: well but yeah i i did for a little bit when i was younger
0: nice man no um, I, I couldn't even touch the ball with the damn club i was like this is this is super tough my god yeah. Well, now I just now I just try to pull the Happy Gilmore to go to top golf,
1: <laughs> the ball as I can, but don't, I don't do much. More than I've that. never
0: tried top golf. I've heard that's hard too. I mean, it's the same sort of thing. You're you're still trying to try to it's golf with like a huge, I don't know, whatever it is. I know what it looks like. I can't say it, but I know what I'm picturing it. So yeah, the, the, driver, the They're, net. They're,
1: they're, uh, oh uh, no! It's it's actually like a. Uh, driving range, but it's three levels.
0: Oh, then, that's right.
1: Yeah, so there's different like pegs. You can play all sorts of different games. It's okay. kind of almost like like bowling, but they gamified it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there it's it's super fun. It's fun because it's like it's great. You rent out a whole bay. You eat. You can drink. You can you know go. Yeah. it's
0: have, have fun cool. with it all yeah it's true <laughs> play normal golf you could have like a drink in one hand and just sort of finagle it with the with the club and everything you try that I don't know you know they might not like that but hey whatever you know you could be a trendsetter For sure. <laughs> but anyway no with you guys right now with uh hybrid performance as far as what you're trying to do with athletes at the moment is there anything how many facilities do you guys have you just have the one right
1: uh we have one gym facility and then uh where i am right now is uh sort of like our headquarters Uh, so here we have our podcast studio or youtube studio Steffi in my office yeah um a co-working space for you know everybody that works for us sure sure um and then some fun stuff we're we're in the middle of building uh like a lounge sort of hangout area uh for everybody Got a foosball table. Oh no way, man! Uh, My God. Uh, we're making, yeah. we're making like, a, like a nap room. That's in progress right now. A nap room.
0: Yeah. I I, I and, respect uh, that. I respect that. <laughs> that's cool.
1: Yeah, you need it. You know. So this facility is uh, two blocks over from the gym. Oh and, okay. Uh, the whole our whole weightlifting team does two a day, so there a lot of them what. Well, also in this facility we have our uh uh print shop and uh fulfillment center. Nice. Man. So for the apparel business. So a lot of them work over or they'll do their first session over at the warehouse. Yeah. They'll, they'll come over here, have lunch, hang out, uh maybe do a shift in the uh, in the apparel warehouse. I got you, uh, and go back. Um and same thing with the power powerlifters. Uh, they're just on a bit of a different schedule, but we kind of just wanted to make this space like uh,
0: like, like for app. the athletes.
1: Yeah. yeah, a place for everybody who works for us or competes uh, under the hybrid name, you know, can hey. can come hang. So. But
0: but see, I, I, you know, that's you guys. You guys got to think it's cool though that you're doing something so new. You know, like just when you talked about like a napping area, I'm sure that's. That's kind of cutting edge with how you treat athletes and sort of sort of caring for them in, in a very different way, you know.
1: Yeah, it's, it, this is partially inspired by I don't know if you remember uh, Muscle Driver USA.
0: Don't think so. No. They
1: were, okay, they used to be an equipment manufacturer. Okay. Uh, actually, out in North Carolina, but they would give warehouse jobs um, to the people who are on the weightlifting team okay. to uh, you know give them a way to make income yeah. and. To yeah. Be a way full time, so we try to do that a little bit here. Uh, right. and then we've sort of built on it to, to make it a little more homey, so it's not just a yeah. just a game, a place where they can come. Where there's a we have a, a backyard area here at the That's facility, awesome. too. So we're gonna put a sauna in, put a, a cold tub, sort of make like a recovery area back oh, there,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, just kind of do
1: all the things that, that I wish I had for my whole lifting career. For sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's super nice to be able to provide that now. Even, yeah. even just self, it's it's nice for myself. But to be
0: able to, <laughs> you have access to it all. You're fine. You get, yeah. You get you get prime placement.
1: Exactly. That's so uh, awesome, to, to be able to help these guys out too is you know awesome and obviously uh, you know rewarding.
0: Well, it's you know I think I was talking to somebody a little while ago about the fact that, and this is more with bodybuilding and the MPC as of right now. You know competitors, uh, people have to have a lot of extra things to sort of make up for the time they spend preparing for these shows. You know, and so it's cool that you guys in your powerlifting space are, are trying to create an environment that supports all this,
1: all this hard work and effort. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, you know, something uh, ever since I got to train at the muscle driver facility, I, yeah. I was never part of the uh, team, but because I trained with MASH, got to go out there, I thought it was cool that they were, you know, doing whatever they could to support yeah. those athletes. Yeah. You know, we're at such a, a disadvantage, especially in Olympic sports, you know, when you're when you're coming out of a country like the U.S. or Canada, yeah, um, you know, or, or any any sort of Commonwealth country or or you know the Americas, yeah, because you don't get the same support. You know, you can live, you can go live at an Olympic training center in Russia or China, and you know, make good money, have all your meals covered, you not have to worry about putting a roof over your head, all that kind of stuff, uh, and then here. You know people are kind of kind of forced to like you said have a side hustle to to get by or you know it's true man yeah guys who have world records in powerlifting and you know they're bagging groceries you know just to to make ends meet and it's true. like it just seems crazy to guys who can be the best in the world at something and then you know have to do do that do that so, to
0: keep it up yeah that's <laughs> no, true
1: some sort of small impact uh you know yeah it's, uh, it's, it, it still feeling like for sure
0: what uh what are you doing right now for your personal workout regimen what's uh what's a day in the life of hayden look like
1: uh so i actually uh i took up skateboarding again because nice. i just wanted a, a hobby that was uh outside of the gym
2: a hobby that's um, and
1: I, I love it but uh the last time i you know took it seriously and was really you know competitive with it i was yeah. 120 pounds maybe yeah, the, the skateboarder's so, body <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, now i'm 210 so nice. it's a little different I, uh, a couple of weeks back i i took a fall oh, God, trying man. to hit, you know, 50 50 a uh, rail and i actually broke my my foot that's nice <laughs> <laughs> that's fun uh, <laughs> I actually had it twice before as a kid yeah so uh, as soon as i did it i knew exactly what it was Oof. uh it's not not anything like super serious my foot just blew up for a couple days like, you know looked, <laughs> yeah. looked like it was a foot
0: just um, like dragging it, it as you're walking you're like no worries it's all good i'll be fine
2: <laughs>
1: yeah basically um
2: wow. but yeah it's not like i don't have to get
1: the, they only cast you for comfort if you can't handle the discomfort and yeah, it was like a you know, in general, like a three out of 10 on the pain scale. So, so I've, uh, I haven't been like squatting or deadlifting, uh, because of that. Yeah. I've been doing what I can. So mostly like bodybuilding and, yeah, uh,
0: just you know. usual general stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so it,
1: that's, that's been
0: fun. when did you, uh, with like the skateboarding, did you, did you take that anywhere to like competitions and everything? Were you kind of big with that for a while?
1: I was really big into it as a kid into, nice, uh, in the like just the street side of it I got you um, yeah I mean it was huge where I grew up I think we were we were in the era where uh, like all the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games you know were awesome games popular. um you yeah. know so that that was like really popularized the sport for it sure was, it was a period of time where 100% of the guys that were in my grade growing up were doing it and taking it pretty serious so yeah man. Um, oh, the. Uh... My claim to fame was I was there's a, a skate park called Iceland that was near our, closer to our school. Okay. And there was a nine a nine set there that I was uh, able to kickflip.
2: Nice yeah, that was man.
1: Like, yeah, that was like a big deal at the time. What. Well, what actually ended up happening was like I had broken my foot twice oh, and uh my dad was like hey that's enough of that you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta make a choice because was playing hockey uh you know
0: Bo- uh, both things uh, that could uh, yeah really damage you I guess
1: well yeah and, and hockey was like immensely time consuming sure, that was something sure. that I was I was training for it off ice on my own i was doing the team's training uh, like gym training as well i was you know on the ice for you know two three hours for practice uh did each practice two games a week like yeah. it was you know pretty pretty consuming and especially growing up in canada uh people take it like deadly serious there yeah so it's it like, <laughs> yeah, part it, of the culture it, it is it is it's yeah that's important Wow, so, man! Yeah, um, my dad was just like, make a choice. You're gonna either, you know, if you want to do skateboarding, that's fine, but let's yeah. go all in on that. If you want to do hockey, let's you know go all go in on that. that. And uh, I chose hockey, and
2: no regrets. Me.
1: But it's fun to, fun to pick up skateboarding again as a, as an adult.
0: Yeah, well, so, so few so few people go down that road, man, of the skateboarding. I know here in Louisiana, it's kind of we got a couple skate parks around, but it's definitely I I don't know the. The Louisiana market for skateboarding isn't big, so neither it is it for hockey for obvious reasons. <laughs> but but it's it's fun to talk to people about that, man. It's it's funny. Whenever somebody says skateboarding, I'm like, "Oh, tell me about it, you know." So Yeah, it does
1: have this cool cool uh, allure to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's dope.
1: Yeah, my Instagram Explore page is like dominated by skateboarding now. You would never know I'm a powerlifter.
0: Well, it's the uh, but man, I, I got to tell you, like like watching um, the X Games and everything, it's pretty damn fun to watch. Other than the usual stuff you, you get on TV nowadays, I kind of like I, I tend toward that, you know, the X Games type stuff now.
2: So. Yeah, I sort of feel
1: like even powerlifting weightlifting sort of, sort of like some of these more fringe or niche sports yeah. sort of lean closer towards the extreme sports side of things than traditional sports anyway. So there's sort of like some familiarity there.
0: Do you think uh, – yeah, I mean, it, and you're right. It's kind of the powerlifting and strongman. It's still considered sort of a fringe type deal. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not nearly as popular as the usual stuff, so –
1: yeah, and you see you see that with like the type of uh companies that, that get involved with it. Yeah. Like the Mo- Monster's a big, uh, you know, yeah, a big you know, has a big in extreme sports. They're also making a push to be more involved in powerlifting and, and yeah. you know, related sports too, so that's cool same
0: with red bull and you know some of the other companies well red bull uh this is this is totally off topic but red bull gets into um they're big into formula one you know racing that's kind of their that that's their huge thing right now and i I freaking love formula one but that's like a man that's that's something people don't think about when they think about like brands and sponsorships but that's huge you know definitely not here we got nascar but it's all good
1: yeah, yeah. Red Bull's crazy. They're in everything. They're in everything. I, I, they're like, and, and they just do everything at such a high level. They yeah. make cool. Like cliff jumping. Uh, like they have athletes in that. They have this thing called Red Bull cr- uh, Crashed Ice. I think it's called. That no way. Uh, it, you know, this feels right at home for for me being Canadian. But uh, <laughs> you basically you go down a hill made of ice. That's sort of like an obstacle course. Oh and my god what <laughs> i've never seen this before everything. yeah check it out it's uh it's crazy they race down the hill and people hit each other and <laughs> there's huge playoffs. it's like it's chaos bro that's but just it, kind of like i
0: feel like that's just uh, some like some people were sitting around a table and they're trying to figure out new sport ideas and one guy's just like what if what if <laughs> we, we combine ice hills with obstacle courses, and then everybody's just like, "Yes, Jeff, do it," or something. <laughs> I yeah, I, you know, everybody's like, "Yes, keep going." Yes, we hear you. Awesome, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's,
1: it's crazy. I'd love to be a fly on the wall on some of those Red Bull meetings, I know, cause... man.
0: I, yeah, just the stuff they talk about, man. You know, they have got to cover. Like they probably toss around some of the craziest ideas, and they're just sitting there like, "We'll, we'll floor, we'll table this and come back to it later." you know
2: for sure
0: yeah for sure man that's awesome are you guys are you guys going to be uh doing some stuff with like the crossfit games as of right now are you guys kind of sponsoring them or or actively involved at the moment
1: uh i'm not sure how how deep we'll go in that way yeah um we i like i love the sport of crossfit i think Mm -hmm. it's i think it's awesome i've always been a fan of it i've always uh you know, watch the games every year that they're on. Yeah, and we've always been sort of involved uh, in it just because of the nature of our, our business. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I'm not sure in terms of sponsorship, or we have to see what what makes sense. Um, yeah. But I would love to, to get more involved now, being that we're we're working with Matt. I was about to uh, say. There's yeah. Just, there's just so many changes that have uh, occurred in the last few years. Yeah. With CrossFit so i don't know exactly what uh that involvement would look like
0: well you guys yeah because uh, you guys have your hands in so many pies right now i mean with the with the Matt thing like you you you're set up you're you're set for something like that to go through i guess you know
1: yeah i mean there's uh like i said though, we're you know we want to build all of the different sort of tracks and training that we have so yeah. uh, you know matt is an awesome one he's literally like you know the Michael Jordan or LeBron of, is. of CrossFit, so um, it's amazing to be able to have him on the staff. And uh, that's
0: a that's an know, awesome thing, man. Yeah, I I love that. I could. Uh, what about like a skinny kid? Like just some. What about that? Like just sort of a skinny guy? You know, have a lot of followers on Instagram. Kid me? Can I? Can I be on your staff? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I mean,
1: we, we have skinny guys on the staff, but they're. Uh, they're, they have different roles.
0: I was about to say, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we would. <laughs> Nobody would look at them and go, why? He's scrawny. Why is he there? And be like, no, he's probably like a pro MMA fighter or something. Take you down.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. No, our, our skinniest guy's probably uh, Ian Kaplan, our COO. He's yeah, like, there you go. Yeah, exactly. The, the smartest guy you might ever meet. Exactly. But, uh, uh, even him, he played college lacrosse. He's super athletic. There you, you go. Know, he's. Uh, yeah, he's just one of those skinny shredded physiques.
0: Oh man, I yeah, there there's I've known some people they got that just like the the picture perfect. They look like they're skinny, but then they take their shirts off, and you're like, okay, it's three percent body fat, you know.
1: Yeah, you see a lot of fighters like that and now That's that true. like Steffy's getting more into uh, boxing. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're being exposed to a whole different world of. I saw you know, that. Athleticism. Yeah, least,
0: she she's been. Yeah. I, I saw her uh, a post on her Instagram. Right, she's she's uh, it was like a boxing thing. I don't know with with her boxing, <laughs> according to what you just said.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she's been offered some pretty cool uh, opportunities actually with that. Nice. I girl. can't I can't speak too much on it. Yeah, uh, it's all uh, good. Until you know, there's some contracts and stuff that need to be signed. But yeah, uh, she, she was offered a, a pro fight. Nice, man. Um, here at the end of the year, um, that, that'd be really cool on a big uh, on a big card. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, that that's exciting. That's cool, um, I think she Wants to get a few amateur fights uh, in before that. So yeah, it's cool. She's she's gone all in. She's training like she's training twice a day minimum. Oh. Um, you know, just basically pouring herself into it the way she did with uh, yeah. powerlifting. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super cool to be around and, and see her progression from like, just, you know, hitting the bag in our garage or to just for exercise. Like yeah. now she's sparring girls who are, you know, former Olympians, girls with world titles and, you know, she's looking like she belongs in there. So Bro, it's, uh, it's been nuts. cool to be part of.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome.